Hi, everybody. This is Jim Cornette, pro wrestling legend, and you're listening to the Book in the Territory Unprofessional Wrestling Podcast. This is the artist formerly known as Daryl Van Horn, James Mitchell, the Sinister Minister, and I'm here to let you know I would rather slam my cock in a car door than to miss the dulcet tones of Hard Body Harper, my illegitimate son on Booking the Territory podcast. Who <laughs> messy this is professional wrestler Jimmy Vine, the Boogie Wicker Man. Tell my people, my brothers and sisters, don't you dare, don't you dare miss Booking the Territory. Oh, yeah. This is a one man gang. You're listening to Booking the Territory Pro Wrestling Podcast. <laughs> Welcome back, everyone, to this week's episode of Booking the Territory, the Unprofessional Wrestling Podcast, where today we are talking NWA Saturday night on TBS from November the 24th, 1990. The slog through the down days continues, but we are here for you. And before I throw it to Doc and Hopper, special shout out to our largest page contributors monthly, disrespectfully classy Marky Blassie, Mike Childry, Joe Ice, good old Justin, and a quick announcement for our Amazon International, uh, I guess listeners are internationally, I believe I finally figured out the international Amazon BTT Associates link. Try tinyurl.com slash B-T-T-I-N-T Amazon. Again, tinyurl.com slash B-T-T-I-N-T Amazon. I think it's working. Try it out if you're international. Uh, Actually, international being Canada, France, Germany, Italy, Spain, and the United Kingdom. If your country wasn't mentioned... It means that it won't work there. All right, oh, Doc. No. How are you? I'm doing As good. The thunder I was, rolls I was in the background. I, I was. Oh great. yeah, I saw on the news y'all got some bad weather, huh? Uh, sure. Yeah, but I was hoping that our Amazon Associates link. I'm glad to hear it doesn't come in in Russian rubles. That's just that's just not worth anything anymore. No, fucking well, monopoly money is worth more than that shit. Well, and uh, speak, talking about uh, the money printer himself over here, let's bring in Hard Body Harper. Hey. Uh, I guarantee you we could put what a, a video and audio of what we're about to discuss, him talking about doing, on the air for two hours, and it would have been better than this wrestling show we're going to cover. So we might as well cover it here. Harper, um, I hear you got a fax machine. Well, I got... Well, well, Tiffany bought me a fucking laser, uh, what do you call it? A fucking laser jet fucking printer. Dot matrix? Bubble yeah. Jet. And I can't, I can't figure out how to get the goddamn computer to fucking see it. <laughs> Was it playing hide and seek? I, I guess. And then, then it's got a fucking disc. It comes with a disc. It's like, what are we in fucking 1995? I'm, I'm not, pu- where do I put this disc in? Harper having, Harper having a hard time finding the holes, just Fuck, like with bro. this girl. I'm so sir, pissed. Have you restarted your computer? <laughs> sir, that you must, <laughs> you must start with the restart. Fucking shit. Does does your computer have a place to insert this disc? I don't think so. 
So that's no. not going to work. No. Okay. Well, a serious question. Is this like a used printer? No. Or is this something uh, brand no. new? No. Something brand new that she okay. bought. It's the, most, most. The company starts with a P. I even heard of this fucking company. Well, most. Um, most. Pantom like, or some shit. I, I, most printers, companies, you simply would have to just go to their site and you can download something if they need you to download something that's on that's their That's what disc. I was going to say. That's fucking bullshit. No, no it's no, not no, that's bullshit. Quicker. That's the easy way to do it and it's a lot quicker. Yeah. Bruh, yeah, or, I, remember, or, like, like, I remember buying a printer, I would just plug it in and just said, okay, which printer is this one? Ta-da! HP this, and it'll be boom. And, and it's fucking over with. If you were abroad... You could just go back to her and say, if you're going to buy me shit, at least make it good. Take this yeah. back. Yeah. The fuck? I like that option that Doc just threw out there. Because you, you know you've got, all of us have caught that, caught that before. Yeah. Shit, I was trying to do something nice. Why don't you take that gift I just bought you and shove it sideways up your ass? Mm. Why does that make you happy? <laughs> um... um so yeah, I'm with Mike here. The next thing I would do would be how to load, how to install this printer without the disc. Yeah, bruh. Hopper, this isn't rocket science. If Doc can do it, trust me. He is I the most. Is, what is, what is, what is that? 20 minutes last night, I said, fuck it. What I'm... are you trying to say about me? Because you are, you are the worst with technology. No, it you sounds like are, Harper's the worst. You are damn near Jim Cornette level when it comes to technology. Like you, you, you are the tier right before the Cornettes of the world. What about where's Harper? Yeah, he sounds like he's about where Cornette is. Okay, because <laughs> because my whole point is, and some of this is that you need to understand. I'm kind of lazy, so if I can get somebody else to figure something out, so that I don't have to spend the time doing it. I can play dumb. I'll do that. So are you playing dumb right now, Hopper, or are you really frustrated? No, no, but no, like, bro, I tried fucking with it. So I got a question. What are you trying to print out? Work shit. Work shit. They got, they give y'all homework now? Yeah. (laughs) Hopper, let me ask a question. Is that thing, excuse me, is that thing Bluetooth, like wireless, or is it, or do you need to plug it in via USB? No, it's 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 fucking Bluetooth, but I just always plug the goddamn printer in. Okay, here's a fu- here's a crazy question. I know that computer is a cheap one. Does does it even have Bluetooth? It's gotta have Bluetooth. Well, I wouldn't assume anything with today's technology. It's gotta have Bluetooth. I'm just saying. A goddamn shit phone for fucking. Ten years ago, I had fucking Bluetooth. Well, that's a shit phone, not a shit computer. They're two different oh, devices. No. The guys oh, telling you not to assume are the guys that could hook up the printer. <laughs> I'm gonna what? tell. Um, Bruh, even I, even I can hook up a printer. I, I'm, I'm being a little silly. I'm not real so good with the technology either. Um, like my, I don't understand Twitter, and Mike gets mad at me for it, but. I can hook up a printer. Welcome, you know how to. Over. You know how to do a search on your computer, not your web browser. 
The little white box at the bottom left corner next Dude, to the, next to the don't window. Don't talk to him oh, like he's yeah. a child. When it type says in, type Peter search. Type in blue tooth. Okay, wait. Tell me what That's you one see. Word. Yeah. One more. Bluetooth we'll and other uh, device settings. All right. Well, I want you to go up to that and I want you to click on it. So this is the part right here where I guarantee you we're not gaining any new fans, <laughs> but I really hope our old fans appreciate this. All the fucking shit like a, my old phone. And, oh. Just got the headset. Y'all still there? Yeah, we're here. Uh, it says uh, my uh -oh. old phone and, and other shit. We got deep throat hard body for a minute. So <laughs> my question <laughs> is, does do you see where it allows anywhere on there for you to turn Bluetooth off or on? Yes. Okay, so it's got Bluetooth, so we it know says, it can be done wirelessly. It says it's on. Well, there you go. So it sounds like a user error problem with the connection. But so then where the fuck is it? How does it find it? <laughs> I like Harper getting mad at the IT help. <laughs> I don't know what the hell is going on now with his computer. Wait, 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 static. wait. Hey, okay. Hold on. Hold on. This is compelling for? audio. Yeah, but if you've been with us on the ride for the past several years, this has the opportunity for gold because he's either going to get this fixed in a minute or break it. Well, while he's doing that, let me take care of some business. Doc and I yeah, recorded our Patreon show for the last Clash, which was Clash 13, uh, this past weekend. And it should be up shortly, another day or two after this show drops. And uh, it was a different show. And I don't want to give away any spoilers, but there were like 11 matches. And they were all, almost all of them, except for one or two, were under like four and three minutes. It was Damn, really, really weird. It was a strange show. We actually gave it a decent rating, but you'll have to become a patron to see exactly to see what we thought of it, why we thought the way we thought about it. But you can get that at tinyurl.com slash Patreon BTT. Not only can you get access to that, but the previous 12 clashes we've done, the WCW pay-per-views we've done to date through 1990 are all there. Tinyurl.com slash Patreon BTT. Now, Hopper... As I talk about Patreon, how's that uh, printer Bluetooth connection coming along over there? Wait, I gotta plug the plug this goddamn printer in. Oh, please tell me the printer's been plugged in the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> no. If, if that printer hasn't been plugged in. <laughs> no, because I had the other one plugged in. The oh, whole okay. one. The fuck. So what is this printer gonna allow you to do that your previous printer would not? What? What? It, how it, it, it's it's because this printer is supposed to shoot them out, you know, like a fucking machine gun. <laughs> you ought to work for that company's marketing department. Yeah. Cut promos. <laughs> this Stop shit shoots about like a fucking machine gun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, it, it's supposed to like that. Uh, 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 fucking one after another. 
Like the one I have is like, er, uh, uh. <laughs> Now, I don't want to give away your personal business on the air, but I think I know what it is you do for a job, and I don't understand what all you need a friend to do that job. <laughs> I know what he's talking about. I know what he needs it for. Right, because it, I mean, I mean, bro, like I sit here for hours printing this shit out, and I just have a bullshit printer. I've been having like ten fucking years. She says, "Ah, oh, you need to get a laser printer." I was like, "You know, whatever." And so she, she bought one. The company's called P A N T U M. I didn't even heard these fucking people. P A what? P A N T U M. Pantum. Bro, that's going to be South Korean for pussy. Bruh, I'm like, oh, it's not H. H. Hey, man, they got high ratings. International company. Oh, yeah, we get. Yeah, what the fuck does that mean? Laser printers. Okay. I turned it on. All right. Well, that's a good start. So now <laughs> what? Well, you got to search for it using your. Well, Bluetooth, but but maybe he gets the uh, if the Bluetooth's on, maybe they'll sync together automatically. That's what I'm saying, <sighs> motherfucker. <laughs> yes, ladies and gentlemen, this is an old school wrestling podcast. With old I got a question. Posts. Fires off like a machine gun. Did I can tell you, my mind is in the gutter. Did your little printer buyer over there. Get too deep into the her into the sauce on Sunday. Oh yeah, she's like uh, we're sitting there. She's like, I think that's what Doc looks like. I was like, who? I was like, I, I don't think so. I think I think he's taller, right? I, I Mike, I believe I'm the tallest one on the show. He's How the tall tallest are you? Three of them. I'm six. I'm a full six two. Oh no shit! There you go. How much you weigh? 2.30. Fuck, there you go, bro. That's good. He <laughs> I'm was, glad you approved. He, he, you was down to, he was down to like 200, and then he... I was at 200 pain. until Corona hit, and then I thought we were all going to die, so I just started getting fucked up every night and gained 30 pounds. You, you should start wrestling. I probably should at yeah. the, at the, at the, in my late 40s. I'll be the new DDP. <laughs> Well, you're, if everybody doesn't know, I started getting random pictures from what looked like the neighborhood bar of people that Harper's girl thought <laughs> I looked like, and then she cut a promo on me. Yeah, she yeah. cut a promo. That was classy of her. Oh, uh, no. Uh, that's pretty fucked up. I was looking for a gif of a tennis shoe going down a hallway to send back, but I couldn't oh. find one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, Harper, how's it going over there now? Where's the Bluetooth? Is there a button or what? <laughs> for, for Bluetooth? Yeah. To co- he's working. He's working you now, Mike. I smell the work. No, yeah. like for this thing to connect to the. How do I get this thing to connect to the Bluetooth on a computer? So you probably gotta. If your Bluetooth is on, <laughs> right. Um, you're gonna have to. Uh, to the right of where How does it search it, is. it? Okay, does it? It says uh, Bluetooth and other devices. Okay, mm. is, it, is it finding it, says, it? Let's see. No, bro. It's not finding it. 
It's not fucking finding shit. All right, you might need to go to that company's website. Bro, fuck that, bro. Why no. are you afraid of websites? <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> this is terrible. You probably have seen strange men doing ungodly things to strange women on websites before, but you're afraid to go get a code to download. Yeah, fuck. Uh, wait, it says add Bluetooth or another device. Click on that. Yeah, that sounds about right. All right. <laughs> okay. Sir, did you read the manual of the printer? And uh, yeah, yeah bro. I, 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 I want to tell you what the fuck it says. It says download and install the driver for the official website. Oh, That's what you need, that. drivers and download. <laughs> I found it on their website. Jesus I got it pulled up. Wait, he, so the first thing it says, he still hasn't done, and he's getting mad. Right. I've got the Pantom website pulled up to where you search for the driver by your product name well how do i do that and i don't uh disconnect from y'all well maybe you save that for later but i just texted it to you to try to help this along i'm fucking scared dude i feel like we found a. I feel like we found a uh a small bug with like a leg cut off and we're trying to decide whether or not we should help it or step on it Harper, you got to You're not gonna be able to do nothing unless you take that first step. Man, you got to take the leap. He, what is it about websites? You got a porn hub with no I problem. Hate computers, bro. He's probably I seen the most shit. He's 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 worse than corny. That's like Dude. I did my fucking taxes, and the guy does the fucking taxes, and he calls me up. He's like, "Yeah, I I, I need your IRS pin code thing." To fucking send it over. And I tried doing that shit yesterday for a fucking hour. <laughs> because you guys send them two pictures of your driver's license, the front and the back. And for some reason, it wouldn't take it. It would just keep spinning and spinning and spinning and spinning, waiting for the fucking pictures. I bet you some of the websites you visit are causing the rest of their websites not to work. Yeah, but like my computer doesn't go anywhere. I use it for this and work, and that's it. I don't click on Facebook, nothing. I don't download music or movies or fucking porn. This house is now clean. He only uses (laughs) only the phone. Dude, this is patron material. Like Fuck. this is I'm gonna clip this out and this is going to the Patriots. Yeah, bro. So it took me forever. So I and just finally, what? finally I, just... I fucking just called the fucking guy. I said, look, bro, this shit ain't working. Where's your where's your girl? Get her to do it. She don't fuck it. No. And then I fucking uh and then he's like, Well, I could mail it in, but it could take months for it to be done. I'm like, fuck. And he's like, Well, you got till Monday to figure it out. I'm like, it yeah, thanks a lot, asshole. I got my wife to do our taxes last night. Well, it's got get, get a nice little refund too. He 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 just did it, and then he's, you know, see you later. Well, he's got to go do his do the rest of the, his job. He can't try to walk you through that. Right. The fuck. Ah, uh. Harper, <laughs> you're a manager who needs a manager. Yeah. <laughs> You ever tried doing y'all's own taxes? Yeah. I, I did yeah. that once, and I would never do it again. The fuck? 
Okay. It's horrible. I don't know if it's that hard, but all right. Yeah, it is because it, you see, because I wore so many fucking hats. I had the, this one and this one and this one and this one. I got the fucking you know when I get the SAG checks from fucking Disney, I had to put that shit in there. What the fuck? Man, Harper is coming in hot tonight. Ah, oh, God, bro. Just what we Harper need. is not the digital man. No, I just want to plug this goddamn printer in and be like, ta-da, that's it. All right, <laughs> click on this one. But then it won't shoot them out fast like a machine gun. Uh... <sighs> ta-da. <laughs> ta-da. I think we need to get Pantom Printer as a sponsor and have yeah. Harper read the They even heard these people. She buys it. I'm like, what the fuck is Pandem? It sounds like one of those shitty sci-fi movies on fucking Tubi. You have a, do you have a preferred printer brand? I don't know. One I fucking heard of. That might fucking help. <laughs> HP, brother. Epson. <laughs> of course oh. the wrestler wants a brother printer. <laughs> I got to print something off, brother. Brother. The fuck. Oh, my God. I told you that if Harper gets on, everybody, Harper gets on before we record and starts, y'all know how to hook up a printer, and Mike and I are scrambling like two wrestlers trying to get to the mark who crawled in the ring to say, hold on, hit the red light, let's record and get this on air. Uh, I'm just looking at it, it's on, it says energy saving. Try to print something. Huh? It's not going to work. You know what? It's still not Hold connected. On. Hold on, bro. You you got to download. Oh, our present idea. You what? Gotta down, you got to download the driver, man. It's, Can I do it for, for my phone? Or do I got to do it for this particular computer that I'm going to use to print? You gotta That's why it. he's afraid of the websites. <laughs> you got to do it from the computer, Harper. The fuck? <laughs> Maybe you can do it from your phone. I don't know. I don't. I, That's I'm, just bullshit. Oh, boy. Fucking, where's the fucking plug at now? Well, I had no idea that this was gonna take thirty minutes. Yeah, this is fucking either. bullshit, and it's still like, it, and it's it still don't fucking work. Y'all are fucking useless. <laughs> Y'all the fucking college assholes, and Doc's a fucking doctor. <laughs> Let me tell you something. She saw doctors, my phone. Doctors aren't spending their time or add value. By hooking up their own fucking printers. She goes, she's, because under my phone, you're under Doc. And she's like, you spell it Doc, like D O C K, like a, like you, yeah, like a boat Doc. I was like, yeah, it's like you spell Doc the right. Doc, D O C K. That's how you spell it, right? I spell it D O C, but I don't think it really matters. Harper I'm not here like, to I'm not like here to a, grade your I'm not here to grade your spelling. Like a boat dock. <laughs> <laughs> like a boat dock. D O C K baby. <laughs> okay, while Harper shouldn't have figured that out, my broad comes to me earlier today. It tells me we need a new toilet seat in the bathroom. Uh, Why'd so, you break uh, the one we had? What's wrong with the toilet seat? It came completely off. I said so the bolts broke? Huh? 
I said, the bolt's broke? I don't fucking know. Come look at it. Whoa, was so, she really cussing like that? Hour or two later, I run in there, go look at the bath, the seat, and the seat's off. Somehow the bolts broke off. They're plastic, you know, cheap shit. Yeah. Anyway, I'm like, it needs two. Y'all break it up. Doc, are you breaking up? No, I'm good, man. Okay, so it's Hopper. I said it needs two plastic bolts. Those big screws. I'll go grab two when I get off, like right up the street. I could barely hear y'all. But $3.50, it's fixed. Anyway. All right, Hopper, can you hear us now? That's on his end. I can hear you, Doc. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you, Doc. Oh, okay. So you got your toilet, you got your potty fixed. I think Hopper's issue with his printer is a messing with the <laughs> show. Uh, he, he downloaded a virus. Mm-hmm. I still there? Yes. No. no. Alright. Yeah, I tried searching for the printer. I think that's what fucked it up. Yeah, don't do that. Okay. Yeah. Hopper, hang up. We'll call you back. I'm all right. Oh, you can hear us now? Yeah. All right. You gave up on the printer for the time being? Yeah. All right. We're going to try to troubleshoot it when we're done. Let's get through this wrestling show real quick. 30 minutes of... (laughs) And we've come Uh, no further. Yeah. (laughs) Like the fucking... Like the Russian army in the fucking Ukraine. Come on. Harper's kind of got a point, man. We got a lot of college degrees between us, and we can't help the man out. Doc. Yeah, come on. <laughs> Is this like a shoot job IT call? <laughs> well, <laughs> we're only 30 minutes in, so no. So what are you saying? It usually goes about 60? It just depends. Mm-hmm. I've had lingering IT issues with software that have gone on for for weeks. Months. Yeah. Really? Yes. Oh, my God. You can't imagine. I think Harper's having problems. No, I just unplugged the printer. Uh Uh-oh. All right. Yeah, I'm fucking leaving this thing. Fuck off. (laughs) Boy, this is going to be... He's going to be real salty for the review. If he says PC load letter, it's a wrap. Hey, did you watch Office Space for the first time the other day, Mike? No, I've seen it a million times. Okay. Seen what? He posted on the Twitter about Office Space. And you know how he is about movies. I thought maybe he had never seen it. Dude, that movie, that movie is the greatest real satire comedy of all time. If you've worked in a cube world. If you don't work, if you've never worked in the cube world, you, you're out there with your mustache and you're in the with Mullen and Morton in the on the forklift, and you wonder what is it like to work in a in a cube farm, and you've never seen Office Space, which I find hard to believe. You should watch it because that's about as real as it gets. Dude, Office Space is the greatest movie of that genre. I don't I don't know the word I'm looking for, but let me tell you, that movie is truly my life for about a 12 to 14 year time period. Like, Was every... it also at the same time when you were a mud show wrestler? 
Uh, part of that time, well, yeah, a lot of that time it was. But that's the thing. It, there is so much real crap in that movie that it's scary. And, it, like, we laugh when we watch it, but it's real. Everything in it is real. The consultant, the printer that will never work, the freaking dudes who get fired who actually are the, like, heavy lifters but don't get the credit for the work they do having five different bosses all telling you something different or the same thing, looking for the same report. You can't eat. I can't even quantify how great and real that movie is on every level. Doc, your thoughts. Uh, ditto. It's, I mean, and, some of that stuff, like the fake laughter and all the, you know, putting up with people goes on to this day. Oh, God. It, you got a case almost, of the Mondays. Right. Bruh. Somebody's ready to say that every day. All right. Um, but that movie is, no, Doc, I've seen it way too many times. It's yeah. so bad now that I laugh. And I cry at the same time watching it. And some of the things I can't even cry because I'm like, this is so real. It's not even funny. Like, I just look at it with that shit's like a documentary, man. Yes. And it's funny, but it's also the world. And that's what's scary. (sighs) I didn't get my printer uh, fixed like a printout or an application to buy into a football league. Oh, my God. (laughs) Hey, save that for this. And let's get started. We're at the Cobb County Civic Center. They show a series of clips from last week's show. This is November 24th, 1990. Um, the first match is the Z-Man versus Wild Bill Irwin, who is back. We saw him last week. I still can't believe a true legend like Wild Bill comes into the territory. Well, he's been here for a while. And he's got to do the job and pin me, pay me to the Z-Man. I can't even with this. Irwin well, thinks she was getting paid. I mean, enough to keep wrestling. Well, how much you got paid for being a goon? You think he got six figures? I no. bet it's more likely he got six figures here. You think so? I was. That's what I'm trying to wonder. Like, like I think, wonder if this was the the highest paid year of Bill Irwin's career. Oh, right. That's no. what I'm trying to figure out. Like, if he's because he's a name, but he doesn't win. So is he still? You know, a, a hundred grand a year guy, eighty probably grand a year not. Guy. But I bet he's making more than thirty grand. Yeah, I, I think is right. ni- yeah. It is his nineteen ninety one, so that's like this is nineteen ninety. So that'd be like sixty grand now, huh? Dude, he's Thanks. he's probably making a good sixty grand, seventy grand right here, which is good money during this time period for sure. Oh, um, oh yeah. I don't. I think he had better years. I mean, I just think of the world-class years and how good the crowds were and how great the business they were doing. That doesn't mean that Fritz was sharing that. I'm not saying he was making top dollars. What I'm saying is the odds say when you look at the crowds and what he, what was going on back then. And you know, they were, I'm just saying that when you get in the pay line and the bookers kids are have, there's three of them and they're all in the line ahead of you there, that there may not be a, a lot of left for you. When you right. get up to the head of the line. 
I feel you. I'm just saying, I mean, the Super Ds were over. Wild Bill was over. I think he had some decent years in world class that were better than Man, this. but I get that, and I'm 100% with you. But couldn't you see Fritz downplaying that and going, that's eh, really just because of Kerry? Well, I mean, sure. Okay. There you go. No one does that anymore. Nope. Um, hey, just so you know here, Wild Bill is 36. He looks good, though. For his, I mean, he doesn't. Well, here's the other thing. Zink is 31 and almost 32. And they act like Zink's like 22 here. Like he's the young up-and-comer when those guys are contemporaries. Yeah, I mean, he's. Zink's a young. I mean, he's young, but he ain't like I'm an, 25. I would be of the that it would be nice to see Wild Bill Irwin get a win every once in a while so that when he loses to Zink, it means more. You think he, you think he was winning on uh, house shows? Yes. I do. Yeah. I could, I'd have to look it up. But, I mean, I know he was, Um, I mean, I, again, he I was doing he was. the Black Scorpion thing during this time, too. Don't forget that part. Yeah. So, but I, I, I bro, I can't, I can't do this with, 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 with Tom Zink. I think man, Zink, is, ought to, they ought to have a gimmick with Zink where the people he's wrestling get as bored and, and drowsy with it as we do watching it. <laughs> And then they kind of pass out, and he wins. He bores them to he bores them into submission. <laughs> All right, here we go. Um, was Wild Bill getting getting wins on house shows? So, as Wild Bill Irwin, I'm looking right now. Um, he on in Fort Worth, Texas, Tarrant County Convention Center, September 9th of 1990, in front of 1,700 people. Bill Irwin pinned David Sierra. I'm sure you know who David Sierra is. Asasian Cubano. Yeah. Um, so I'm looking. He's doing some other jobs. Let's see. Uh, well, Sam Houston Coliseum, September 16th. Sting pinned him as the Black Scorpion. So there's one of those times when he was a Black Scorpion. Trying to see when he... Uh, Black Scorpion again, September 29th. Yeah, he. Oh my God, he's doing all kind of. Yeah, he's all over the place as Black Scorpion during this. But that time. means he's get he's earning his check. He's getting right. paid. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm looking at four or five, six times now where he's Black Scorpion, non televised, and he's he's eating the pin from Sting. Which I mean, no one's saying he shouldn't do that. He was on Halloween Havoc. Remember, Doc uh, Terry Taylor pinned him. So. And he, but other than that, he he's doing he's mostly doing jobs actually. Now that I'm scrolling through this, he's not he's not really getting wins. He's doing some six man stuff, some tag stuff. Brian Pillman pinned him a bunch of times. So yeah, man, he's he's on the cards, but he's getting pinned. The only one I'm showing he's winning is that one against Sierra. <laughs> Dude, you're gonna love this. The dog pinned him. JYD pinned him. <laughs> December thirteenth of nineteen ninety in thirty seconds. He did another job December 14th of 1990 to the dog in two minutes. That's great for him. He didn't have yeah. to work that hard. Um, I don't remember him being on Starcade 90, but on Starcade 90, this may have been in uh, you know, dark match, Bill Irwin defeated T.C. Carter. So a couple wins there, just a couple wins, but he's on the cards and he's working with Sting and, you know, JYD. Not that that really means anything at the time. But hey, it is what it is. I saw him it, lose to Jake the Snake when he was the goon at uh, UNO. I remember that. I was there. 
I was there. I had this great picture of him taking a DDT. I don't know what the fuck happened to that damn picture. It was that perfect. Be, that'd be like 97 or so? 96, 97, 96, something like that. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it was, they had the, uh, the, uh, the new Blackjacks versus the Godwins. It was Crush versus Goldust. Was Ron Simmons and Undertaker the main event? I think so. Cage match. It was a cage match. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I was there. Uh, that was a, that, they had a good match that night. Those two. Yeah. <laughs> Look at that. Before I even knew Harper. Oh. Hanging out at wrestling. Yeah. We'll keep moving. Uh, the next match is J.W. Storm versus Dave Taylor. This is not Dave Taylor from the mid '90s and beyond. God, this, is, this is horrible. Yeah, I can't with this. J.W. Storm does nothing for me. Doc, what are your thoughts? I mean, he's all paint job. He looks good, but I mean, once you fucking start it up and drive down the street, you're like, fuck, the transmission slip in the... <laughs> you know? I, I, dated, I dated a few girls like that. God. We've all been there, bro. Look pretty good, and then, the, like, their mouth opened or what whatever. What the fuck was that? A crappy finish? Oh God! Yeah. Uh. Yeah. Uh, did you have anything from J.W. Storm and Dave Taylor, Doc? Because that was just uh, no. I, I no. Yeah. Next match: Terry Taylor takes on Rip Rogers. Uh, Rogers does not let Taylor make it to the ring. Rip attacks Taylor on the outside as Taylor is slapping hands with the fans on the way to the ring, and these two have a pretty good little match i mean it's rip rogers and i don't know he's just knows what he's doing no other way to say it doc what did you have from these two man i like that rip came out and got him man jumped him 1157 should be a disqualification by the way all right let's go to it and see what it is i'm just saying i, I like to be fair all right so we're at 1151 taylor is hitting rip Oh, jokes him with the with Rip's coat right in front of the ref. Yeah, but he broke the hole. He broke the hole, right? I guess. Bro, Rip is a bumping machine. <laughs> he is. He's all over the place. Give me fourteen twenty. I forget what he did, but it says Rip was good here. All right, let me see if I can go to it. Uh, oh, jumped on me. All right, let's see. Um. Yeah, let me go back a little bit just in case. So it looks like it was we got a DDT or a suplex. Suplex, suplex. is it? Is it after the suplex? Yeah. Man, no, Rip's good because he's like jaw jacking with the crowd. He's selling. He gives you the impression he's going to win this thing. He does. Right. This move. I'm gonna. I'm gonna get. Oh, you. oh no, I'm not. <laughs> that was awesome. He was like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm not gonna go over in the sunset flip. Now I'm gonna punch. Oh shit, I hear I go. That dude's a pro's pro and that is never a, that is he he just made f- fucking Terry Taylor look like a, a a trillion dollars. So much so that the wrong guy won. How about that? I can dig that. Yeah. I mean and I'm not a, I'm not down on Terry Taylor. I like him. I think he's a pretty good wrestler and good look and all that kind of stuff. But 
the airplane spin popped me too in this match. Do you have that queued up? Um, I saw him. I saw him lose to uh, Barry Horowitz at a house show. And he got booed. I don't have the airplane spin. Do you have a timestamp on the doc? Here it. Oh, I thought that was it. No, dude. He so he does the airplane spin, like. I think Rip does the airplane spin to Terry Taylor, but it made him so dizzy he couldn't capitalize on it. (laughs) (laughs) And that's phenomenal. I wonder why Corny didn't use Rip more as an, like, over to here comes. Here we go. Yeah. He's got him in the airplane spin. And then here You're like, man, Rip's going to do this thing. But then he's like, oh, shit. Oh, shit. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, uh, He can't get his um, bearings. I'm still dizzy. Oh shit! <laughs> still, <laughs> no. watch this drop though. Watch this. I was like, "Whoa, that's a hell of a bump, man!" Off the top rope, missing the elbow, and then here comes a pin. In a second, I don't know why Corny didn't use him more. I wonder if it was like a travel problem. Might have been because yeah. isn't he from up in Indiana? Yeah, like you know, he. I guess he'd have had to be there. He'd have to be, you know. Basically yeah. live there to make all the shots. What were you saying, Harper? You saw Barry uh, Horowitz and Rip? And, and uh, well, the Red Rooster at, at a UNO, at a house oh. show. And fucking Barry, uh, Barry Horowitz won, and, and they booed the Red Rooster. I was like, wait a minute. He's supposed <laughs> to win. He fucking lost to Barry Horowitz? I will never forget, you know, we weren't dirt sheet readers and stuff. i never forget... Watching WWF and seeing him on TV as the Red Rooster, I was like, "What?" As a kid, I'm like, "What did I just watch?" Yeah, Why? I used to think that about fucking every guy. I was like, the first time I saw uh, Paul Bear, I was like, "That's that's Percy Pringle, dog from fucking World Class." Now, me too. Doing? With that, yeah, but I even I mean, all of the talents that went there, like even Ted DiBiase when he was a million yeah. dollar man, I was like, Ted DiBiase, yeah. what? Yeah, the, yeah, the big boss man. I was like, that's Big Bubba. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I mean, was anything, I'm sure we can think of some, not what I'm saying it, but Red Rooster was one of those ones where I was like, what the piss is this? Yeah. Because he's like doing the rooster cock in, with his neck, and I'm like, what, bro? This is dumb. And then the promo, arr, 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 yeah, yeah, <laughs> bro. Uh, he should have got a. Uh, uh, he should have done ads for the fucking Kellogg's cornflakes as the fucking rooster. For real. <laughs> or a fucking or uh, or a chicken place like fucking KFC or Popeyes. <laughs> that seems a little wrong. Z and a fast. Moving right along, we go to the wrestling wrap-up. We get some Sting, Black Scorpion replays. Solely throws to the replays of what's been going on with the Scorpion. Toying with Sting during his recent matches. Then Gordon throws to a replay from The Clash with Sting and Paul Lee screaming at the top of his lungs and the Scorpion doing the black magic. This and... makes no fucking sense, dude. Who oh, the fuck are these dudes? You know what? The free people are going to get a bonus here. We want you to see what happened at the Clash, Hopper, um, with Sting and the Black Scorpion. Just just watch this bullshit. ...to get to Sting. But let's go back to the Clash of Champions 13 
held in Jacksonville, Florida, in a situation where Paul E. dangerously held an interview between Sting and the Black Scorpion. Okay. A very bizarre incident occurred. It's worth looking at again. They're throwing him in the cage. Yes, the cage. Watch now, Sting. Watch what now, hold, hold you promised him. Watch very closely, Sting. I'll show you powers you never knew. What are you doing? I possess. <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. Hey, you made him a deal! You made him a deal! What in the what is he? What is this? Hey, hey, I'm not gonna stand for this. I'm gonna jump down there in a second. I don't care about the rules, Polly. You made him a deal! Yeah, I don't care. Hey, we hey, get back here! Hey, get back here! What in the world? Where did he go? The situation oh, between the Black Scorpion. <laughs> I, I'm not. Doc and I aren't going to comment. We talked about this just Which a few days this? ago. This Action was the last. Champions one. Thirteen. I gotta look this shit up on fucking Peacock. Holy fuck! So he turns on Broad into a fucking leopard. It was a dude, actually. For what? To, to show, his black to show that he has black magic skills. Oh, yeah, this is so fucking... Jesus Christ. We did discuss your hatred of this during the um, the show. Who's the person hollering? That was Paul E. Oh. He wouldn't shut the fuck up about it either. Oh, boy. God damn. Me and, me and Doc's exact comments were, God, will he stop yelling? Look at Gordon's face right there. He looks so disappointed. <laughs> well, Gosh. like I said, it was bad. For now, we're still building towards Black Scorpion and Sting at Starcade. We got some promos here before we go to the next segment with Sting and the Black Scorpion. Both Sting and the Black Scorpion are not without words. Both men have much to say about what's going to happen in the future. We're going to be listening now to an interview with the World Championship Wrestling Heavyweight Champion Sting and then from the challenge uh, from the Black Scorpion. Bear in mind, this match, which will take place December 16th on exclusive pay-per-view, will pit the World Heavyweight Championship against the mask of the Black Scorpion, all in a steel cage. Let's listen to these interviews. It's amusing to watch you, Sting, to see your face contorted. I know that your mind has been terribly confused, but is it really so surprising to think that I would have a referee do my bidding? Oh, not to get rid of you, just to harass you. I will get rid of you at Stargate on December 16th in St. Louis. <laughs> uncontrollable enthusiasm because Starcade in St. Louis, baby, I get to find out who the Black Scorpion is or he walks out the new champ. I think I'm going to find out what's under that hood. Woo! Oh, boy. Wow. Jesus Christ. Everything about this is just so bad. 
who thought this was good? Like, 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 who was like, "Yeah, man, that's a good idea. We should, yeah, we should do this." Well, if you go back to your office space thing, it doesn't take an army of people. It takes the boss to buy in, and everybody else is going to lie to him and say it's great. Yeah, Doc nailed it. So it's either yeah. heard or heard in Oli, and everybody else is like, man, let's just shut the fuck up and get this shit over with so we can go home. Right, yeah, yeah that's true. Huh? They're like, fuck it. Um, I got nothing. I'm exhausted with Black Scorpion. And... Imagine paying to call these assholes. Well, here's the wrestling hotline. Could have been long distance for calling a 404 fucking area code. Well, I got a feeling, just keep watching, Hopper. I think on Wednesday, you would not have had a problem dialing That's long distance. Not... Mm. Because What's they up, actually girl? say on Wednesday, you can talk to Missy Hyatt. Damn right. I'm calling her. I'm calling that bitch. Oh, wait. Today's Tuesday. Whoa. whoa <laughs> You're calling whoa. who? That lady. I'm calling that beautiful lady tomorrow. one 909 Imagine if you could have called her when you were 12 years old. Oh, my God. And had her on the line for just 30 30 seconds. 30 seconds. That's all I need, babe. You didn't have enough boxes of Kleenex in the house to clean up the spillage that was going to occur. Hopper. Could you could you could you do it in thirty seconds? Oh yeah, back then. <laughs> oh yeah, fuck, oh, oh, dude, thirty seconds. <laughs> no well, problem. I was doing huh? it nonstop back then. So, I mean, Say that again. I was doing it nonstop back then. Fuck, you remember how it was? The slightest little thing could just set it off. <laughs> You'd be watching the fucking news and be like, "Oh, that newscaster's hot." Boing. <laughs> Come on, put it down, man. I mean, what is this, bro? Act your age, man. I mean, Jesus Christ, bro. I mean, you just look at you, bro. Look at you. You're a mess. I mean, they say Ric Flair's a mess. I look, bro, talking <laughs> the mic, bro. I, I ain't been listening. So, I, I mean, I'm not trying to say y'all said Ric Flair's a mess, but I mean, if you think Ric Flair's a mess, just look at Hopper. I mean, look at him. Look how stupid he looks. All right, I remember one time me and Luke had. Had a, had a conversation of like, what's the most dumbest shit that you ever jerked off to when you were a fucking kid? You know, I used to just like, it, it, the stupidest thing I ever jerked off to was, remember, there was an Atari game called fucking California Games. And it had it for Nintendo and everything else. And you would do the surfing and a skateboard and on a box. It's just chicken a fucking bikini. And I jerked off to the box of California games. To this chicken a fucking bikini when I was like 13. That's wow. wholesome. I'm trying to look it up right. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> no, you didn't, Hopper. I just Googled what he's talking about and it is literally from the waist well the california words are over her yeah there it is 
Mm. Wow. California okay. games one or two? One. Mm, there she is. It roller skates. Yahtzee, huh? I about to about to step away for a second. No, All no, right. don't do it. <laughs> Unreal. All right, Hopper. Well, thanks for uh I guess it could have been worse. Oh yeah, it could have been a lot worse. California games. Not that I'm looking at this game, I remember it. Yeah. Wow. Uh, well, we're, okay, so Missy is on Wednesday, so it would have took you less than 30 seconds is what you're saying. Oh, yeah. Okay. And by the way, the 404 number was if you were calling to order the magazine. The hotline is 1-900-909-9900. $2 first minute, 45 cents each additional minute. So you know they're going to stretch it out. But if you call on Wednesday, you can talk to Missy Hyatt. So there's that. Mm. Bring a ding ding. We will keep moving. We got Brian Pillman versus Tom Burke in the next match. Um, Burke looks like one of those Minnesota guys. I think maybe, I don't know, like the guys from Minnesota. No, actually, I think I looked it up. He, I think he was trained by Brad Ringens. I'm not sure, though. He looks a little like Ted Arcidi to me from World Class. Remember him, Doc? Yeah. Uh, a little, not a lot, just a little. But anyway, Pillman's going to win. Missile drop kick and then a cross body for the win. Doc, what'd you have from this? Nothing. I mean, Berg, he didn't look bad. And, and Pillman is so ahead of his time. Underrated and underutilized and still getting over. That's the trip part about it. Running uphill and still winning the race. Crazy, ain't it? Crazy. All right, so then after that, Jim Ross and Bob Cottle throw it to a replay of Mike Rotunda announcing he's <laughs> legally changed hey, his name. Hey, oh, hold on. God. I just saw something. What? What's that? Jason Garrett got a job in the USFL. For who? Please tell me it's not with the breakers. Hold on, I'll, I'll see here. It's loading up. <laughs> with the breakers he's gonna be a television analyst for nbc sports oh oh jesus spare us the details on that one be just my luck he held the breakers game this weekend wait oh, you, you care just... wait you care about this oh yeah mike's all oh, in hey. that shit well but is too don't let him fool you he's been texting hey, me man, about mike it. will like mike will like a a minor league football <laughs> product on you hey i, I was watching I like football football league Oh, we know. You want to buy that. a team. We, just, we made some big BTT power moves this weekend. Yeah. But you know what's so it there's I guess they just have no budget. And I noticed there's there's no sideline reporters. <clears throat> and it was the halftime show. And they're talking to the coach from the booth. And he has just like there's no microphone. It's like something you would buy at the fucking Apple store. Or what he's using to fucking talk to the guys that's uh you know from the booth asking them questions. I'm like, Jesus Christ. See, it when when we owned the team, we would have the coach with the players in the locker room at halftime getting cranked off by the sleazy dancers that are dancing on poles around the stadium. Do you ever oh, yeah. think about anything other than cranking? That was Harper saying that a minute ago. 
Yeah, California games. And not me cranking, making sure that our staff and players are well relaxed for the second half of play. Your staff and players, huh? All right. And it was like zero major sponsors. Like, there's no, I mean, how can you be a, a <laughs> so sports you're saying, league? You're saying they're the BTT of sports. Well, it's like every sports league has a fucking beer. Like, even like the fucking single leg baseball team has, you know, Budweiser or Miller Lite or something. There was nothing. There was Maybe no, it was Black Label. I, I guess. I think you two are nuts wanting to invest in that league. We That'll invest in it. We were going to buy a couple of teams. Yeah. We're going to start our own fucking division. I want to be able to play your team, Mike, and say this weekend our team's going to kick your team's ass. Yeah. We do Is that it 7 on 7 or 11 on 11? No, it's uh, they only Dude, had like three linemen. In it's probably like arena indoor football. It is. It's it is. just it's the it, same it, thing. It don't work, bruh. It's yeah. I mean, it was. They keep trying, bruh. It had a following at one point, and then I realized quickly because I followed it. I watched back in the nineties. The New Orleans had the night, yeah. and then. And then New Orleans got the voodoo. And I, I was into it for a minute. And when you can run off like a hardcore football fan like me, because it's like there's literally never any defense. Like if you think there's no right. defense in the NFL. There was nah. zero defense. It, arena got to the point where it was arena like football, because I was watching it, if you touch the fucking uh, – if the – Defensive back touches the the receiver, just touches him. It's a flag. You cannot touch him once he gets past the fucking like the first like five yards. It's the it's physically the NBA All Star game of sports. That's football. true. Yeah, it's worse, bro. And like I used to have people tell me, "Oh, well, in Canada they let you come in motion." Yeah, but you got three downs instead of four. Like, they let you, you know, uh, proceed to the line before the snap. You can be moving forward. Yeah, okay, so I don't want to talk about your rules. We're going to go in no, and I'm buy not, a no, team. No, we're not doing shit, okay? Let's, let me, yeah. let me, let we'll me put myself in fucking Fine, you don't need to be. Hey, I don't, I'm pretty sure I can do this without your capital. Harper, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we're buying I'm pretty sure Jets. That, I, I'm pretty sure that Harper is going to be my head coach next year. That's right. Wow. Now, you may have to do a few other jobs, but you're also going to be coaching on Sundays. That's cool. The entire playbook is 999 every play. Hey, Doc, I don't want to proceed us along, but we really got to get to an important segment in this show with uh, this Michael Walsh. This is phenomenal. Yeah. Let's go now. I may have to clip some of this out because the music starts playing from the YouTube version. So anyway, let's go to this now. It's a video package of Michael Wall Street, how it all came to be, Alexander York, all that good stuff. Here it is. It's a victory for Michael Wall Street at the Clash of Champions. But the video that we're about to show you, I think, will, will answer a lot of questions on what has happened to Mike Rotunda. Jim, this I really want to see, and I think the fans do also. Let's take a look at the video. How many times do I have to tell you people? Can't you get it? The meeting is almost over. Please be very quiet when you go in. We have a job to do here, and if you can't do the job, I'll find somebody that will. Now, is there any other questions? Yes, sir. We still have $2 million in the bank in Zurich. What do you want us to do about that? 
What do you think I want you to do with it? Do the right thing. Let it roll over. Is there anything else? Uh, yeah, Mr. Wall Street. Uh, uh, Mr. Finkel called from New York. Mr. Finkel. He wants us to give some money to a children's charity there. Listen, people. I am not interested in giving my money to some snotty-nosed brats. And let me inform you about something else around here. If you like the salaries, your overpaid salaries, I might add, that you're earning around here, you better start doing a better job. Now, this meeting's over. Get out of here. Mr. Wall Street, I have Mr. Harvey on your private line. You'll have to wait a minute. Yeah, Harvey. Good, good. I like that. This is what you do, Harvey. Buy it 48 and a quarter. When it hits 60, dump it in their laps. And listen, Harvey, no mistakes. One mistake and you'll be out bending pretzels on 48th Street. Do you understand me? Very good. Miss York, yes. please take notes. Recently, I have inherited a large sum of money. With this money, I have built a financial empire with the motto, greed is good. As you can see, Mike Rotunda was a great wrestler, a great champion. But now, you're looking at the new Michael Wall Street. With the help and assistance of Ms. York, I am telling you people, I will become the next world heavyweight champion. That is our goal. Ms. York? And this, this is our most ambitious project, right, Ms. York? Absolutely. With the money we've invested in technology and information, we have at our disposal a program for each and every WCW wrestler that will enable Mr. Wall Street to achieve victory every time he steps into the ring. For instance, give me an opponent's name. Let's say Lex Luger. Be just a minute. God. <laughs> Jesus, look at that thing. Dude, it's, at least it works. It's perfect, New York. Did you expect anything else? <laughs> <laughs> All right, then some Superman music plays. They keep going at the computer. Um, Superman. I don't know what it is. I said Superman t type music, and I'm not saying uh -oh. it's Superman, but they start going over charts and this printout, and it's basically like we talked last week: analytics, except for wrestling. And they're using this 1990 printer and these computers that. Uh, it's pretty damn amazing to me, but Doc, you, you were hitting at this earlier. What are your thoughts? This is what Office Space would have been like if wrestlers wrote it. <laughs> I think you're on to something. When she said we're going to use, with our investments in technology and information, uh, I was thinking about Boogie. <laughs> Boogie. Nothing about you says computer or technology. Yeah. I don't know. This is a I know it's a pretty I don't know, funny segment. Mrs. York, it's... we're gonna need you to come before the board. Come on. Wow. Oh, real quick, York does say as they're fading off to go to the next match, with with your ability in the ring, I see no way we can lose. And Wall Street says in the most corniest way. You can take that to the bank. Jesus, look at this fucker. <laughs> <laughs> buddy, 
Buddy Landell is about to wrestle some guy named Jeff <laughs> Tankersley. Like, I need to he, get he, it when he... He's like a fan. Like some dude from the crowd. He looks like a fan. He looks like the dude with the with a gun rack <laughs> on his pickup at high school. He, uh, I thought it might be Colby Carino for a second. <laughs> what the shit? Yeah, God. And his shirt with the Freddy Cougar uh, slashes in it. Fucking Randy Van Halen's in the ring with Boudreaux. <laughs> It's like, what are the I, odds that Buddy knows this kid in real life? Oh yeah, he does. He probably fucking, he probably drove hey, him there. me. I'm a little buzzed up here, so if you'll drive me to the show, I'll kick your ass in the ring. <laughs> <laughs> you'll be on and, TV. You'll be on TV. Said, the kid said, "Yes, sir. I'll do it." Buddy's laying it in too, man. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's he's beating the shit out this kid. Ah. <laughs> Jim Ross says that Buddy lost on the morning show, NWA Power Hour. He actually wrestled Flair. They actually show a short clip of their match a little later in the show. So Buddy's going to get a win here, but he lost earlier. And um, he's going to win with the corkscrew elbow to this Tankersley kid who's actually selling his ass off for Buddy. Not that, uh, you know, again, he just he just doesn't look like he belongs in a ring, but. Whatever. Doc, any other thoughts on Buddy versus Tankersley as Buddy flexes in the ring? <laughs> he is such a clown. He's just trying to make sure that uh, nobody gets hurt when he flexes. I guess. Look at him. He just need him in the head. God dang. He's just tearing into this kid. Uh, okay, so after... Go ahead. There's a... Nikita Koloff po- po- podcast this year with Jeff Tankersley. Oh no, with with this guy? Really? Nikita Koloff is a podcast. Listen as he explains his road of life from being a business owner to his walk with Jesus Christ. Oh my God! Wait. Yeah. Are we talking about with? Nikita or Tankersley? Nikita. No, if no. I'm hold on, I'm Doc. It's Nikita's podcast, and that's a guy what named I'm asking. Tankersley's on there, right? So that description you gave is Nikita describing Tankersley being a business owner to a walk with Christ. Look okay, so hold on a second. Oh God! I think that's what Doc's saying. I don't think Doc is saying Nikita. I mean, Nikita think, is very religious, but... Did Nikita find Jesus? Yeah, yes. all wrestlers find Jesus after they're done doing all they wrong. I mean, come on. <laughs> Everybody's hoping they get that yeah, 30 I mean, seconds. Dude. That you, the 30 seconds that you would use to jerk off to Missy, we are the rest of us are looking for. Lord, please forgive me on my way into the pearly gates right before you die. I'm, a, I'm not trying to be funny, and I'm not trying to be mean. As, a, as someone who believes in God, I'm, I'm, I'm really trying to be... Just honest here. Every friggin' old school wrestler I've ever met finds Jesus after they've done the most uncatholic and unreligious things in their lives for 20 plus years. And I get it. You eventually got to change and do better. It's just, I'm just making a statement, all right? I'm not judging anyone. I just know way too many old wrestlers who find Jesus 
after they didn't put their thing into six million things. Okay? That's all I'm saying. Not a judgment. I'm just saying. And then you got people like Tully who go on the 700 Club and rap and tell on their <laughs> friends while their friends' wives are watching. Can you because, imagine? Because you found Jesus, you throw me under the bus. Ricky Morton. Damn. I'm just saying, man. I'm not trying to be mean. I'm just calling it like I see it. Harper knows what I'm talking about. All these old yeah, school wrestlers. <laughs> I ain't Girl, saying F that. I believe <laughs> in God. It's just, I don't want to hear about him from you. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to be preached to. There you go, I Harper. I wish selling t-shirts was a viable business because there is one. <laughs> All right, um, let's keep moving. Unless you had something else on this tanker sleeping, Doc. I don't. All right, Jim Ross and Bob Cottle throw to the Nasty Boys attacking Rick Steiner from NWA main event. Then they show the Steiners run in on the Nasty Boys match at Clash 13 that Doc and I reviewed at tinyurl.com slash Patreon BTT. Remember, you can get access to our Clash 13 review and all 12 of the clashes we've done before that one at tinyurl.com slash Patreon BTT. Sign up, become a patron. Now, we keep moving. After that attack, we go to the Nasty Boys versus George South and Joe Kazana. Doc, any thoughts from South and Kazana versus the Nasties? Joe South, uh, George South is back. Didn't we see him recently, though? No. Oh, okay. No. He's been gone a long time. Wrong guy and... to be going for a long time if you think about it, but, you know, whatever. Knobs. Knobs came flying in with that thing. They don't play, bro. That's what makes them and the Steiners, to me, a good matchup. It's not like the Nasty Boys can actually wrestle with the Steiners, but they're just both rough and rugged in different ways. The Steiners are going to pick you up and throw you around no matter how big you are, and then the Nasty Boys are just going to slug it out, and it just works. It does. From there... We go to Junkyard Dog versus Jeez. Mike Sampson. Oh, oh God. This is oh, shameful. It's, it's, it's disgraceful. It's Your they, idol sucks, Michael. Sucks. I don't know why they're doing this to the dog. I don't know. Because he's and doing the match, the match itself is like a minute and 20 seconds. Watch bell this. Bell. Let's play, let's hit play. I mean, it's playing. He locked up. He was tired going into the lockup. <laughs> he can't lock up. His belly's too big. It's yeah. disgraceful. Every dog needs a bone to chew on. I think I'll get on down bone. here. Dude, he's be... he's blown up right there. He's breathing hard. He is. Now you know how it feels when somebody trying to buy you. Is what he said <laughs> to Michael Hayes. I'm not but, saying that. That's what Dog told Michael Hayes. He was 50 pounds lighter then. And that was two years ago. I can see the diabetes shedding off of him. It's disgraceful. Oh, my Bro. God. He barely fucking. <laughs> <laughs> He's so blown up. Watch how he wins. He doesn't yeah. even do a stump. Bro, I don't think he can. I legit don't think JYD could go for five minutes in the ring right now. He's dead right now. Come on. You know what I mean. And it, which is a testament to Flair at that clash when 
Oh he, God, dude. He, he worked with him for six Whoa. to seven. Yeah. Here comes a Russian leg sweep. Minute and a half. JYD wins. Every dog needs a bone that you want. I think I found my bone. Now I have trouble getting up right here, but don't don't worry. It's just I'm just a little I I'm I just got a little extra weight on me, you know. Pay no pay no attention to my big belly. I still be pulling them holes and shit. All right, moving right along. Video package, we get a big van Vader and uh, some music plays over Vader's uh, video package. Be good to see him when he comes back. Jim Ross and Bob Cottle then throw to a kind of a replay of Ric Flair versus Butch Reed from Clash 13 that Doc and I just did and reviewed. TinyURL.com slash Patreon BTT. Uh, the only thing I'll mention is that Flair and Arn, or Flair won uh, which means Flair and Arn do get a match with Reed and Simmons at Starcade. That's that. Doc, any other thoughts? No. We then get a quick clip of Ric Flair versus Buddy Landell from Power Hour earlier this morning. Remember, Flair wins the match. He actually wins it with a belly-to-back suplex on Budrow. And because Flair won, he actually advances to wrestle Ron Simmons in the running of the gauntlet match that we're going to see shortly in this show so it's one of those gauntlet things flair is a gauntlet runner they even did it with flair i guess that's pretty cool you know you get flair on your saturday night show it's not like we see him all the time hell we don't even see him cut promos every week so whatever uh from there we do get some promos we get ron simmons first and i think we should listen to ron here because you know we don't get to hear ron promo much here it is with that victory on this morning's power hour rick flair advances to take on ron simmons we're going to have that match in just a few moments, but right now, let's hear these comments from Ron Simmons and from Nature Boy, Ric Flair. Ric Flair, if you think what happened at the Clash of Champions was for real, then pal, as you say, I got news for you, because this will not repeat itself today. This is what every man in this sport waits for today to prove itself to the world just what he's made of. And in this case, I happen to be one half of the World Tag Team Champion. But today, I will prove to the world that I am the man I say I am. I am a proven champion. I have proved that throughout history, and I'll do it today. Woo! The Nature Boy runs the gauntlet. And tonight, Simmons, it's you and me. I already showed Reed firsthand why I'm the greatest singles wrestler alive. The horseman, Art Anderson, Barry Windham, Ric Flair, all lined up to see me beat you, Simmons, right here. WCW, Ric Flair runs the gauntlet tonight. Woo! Quite obviously, the men are ready. What do you think, Bob? Uh, Jim, I tell you, it's going to be some match. I'm really looking forward to this. I know the fans are. I'm ready for it. One-on-one, -on -one, Nature Boy Ric Flair and Ron Simmons. It's next on TBS. I hate that they don't do it in front of the live crowd, but I know why they did it in this instance. It's because this was, I believe this was taped before they the clash match so and ron references the clash match so i get it it's just dumb I, yeah. I, they need to do it in front of a live crowd but i understand why they didn't it's because it was taped before or, or this match was the promos were taped after but this match was taped before uh doc any thoughts on the promo i mean it's fine it sets it up i mean it wasn't the greatest thing ever but it didn't need to be so then we go to 
Flair and They're Sims. not trying to do the same thing with promos that they used to do, so it's hard to talk about. Yeah, really. You're damn right about that. We go to Flair. He's going to take on Ron Simmons here. I guess I should throw to you, Doc. Let me, you tell me what you got from this one. I thought it was a good match. 57-26, please. Watch Flair use his hand to grab Ron's hair to go up for the press slam. Yeah, right there. You can see it. He's <laughs> on his hair. <laughs> he sure was. They didn't give him enough time. I wanted this to go longer. They only went like five minutes. That was my complaint. You know why? Why? Because the horseman just took a shit on this whole gauntlet thing and said, we'd rather kick somebody's ass. That's true, too. Now, I wanted to say Flair took some solid bumps from Ron, and there was at one point early on before the timestamp that you shared with me, Flair was chopping Ron, and Ron mm-hmm. Simmons was like, nah, bruh. <laughs> he, was, he was basically hulking up to him. The finish does come quickly, though, like I said. It's, it's not long at all. We get Arn comes out, and he jumps Simmons, and the ref calls for a DQ. Because of the DQ, Simmons wins and advances in the gauntlet, I believe. So, uh, Or maybe this was the last match. I'm not quite sure. But again, uh, here's Arn coming in and jumps Simmons, and there you have it. It's actually kind of – I just wish it would have went longer. It's fine because – these four guys, as of now, are set to do battle at Starcade. So, you know, it is what it is, and it's it served its purpose. I just it just was really short, and it kind of made me mad when you consider why. When I say it was short, it's because of the things that they put in after it. That I'm like, well, you could have cut that shit from the show. We, we I don't really have any, many notes after this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Look at how long that blue line, Harper, how long it still has to go. I know. It's a a half an hour. It's a pile of shit, too. God. Here's the beatdown. They're mixing it up at the end of it. So what Doc was saying, Harper, let me go to it. That way you can hit us with your ceremonial statement. This is effing stupid. Um, Yeah, it's him. So... We go to the next match, and it is Trucker Norman. He's dressed dressed with a Santa bear and a hat versus GQ Stratus, who's funny-looking himself. Jim Ross mentions showing the show for a day video with Teddy Long next week. That's about the only thing decent that we heard in this commentary or from this match. And Teddy did join commentary for a second. He wasn't happy. Trucker Norman versus GQ Stratus, though, I, I I don't hit fast forward, but I'm just sitting there and I kept asking myself why. Yeah. They cut. I do hit fast forward. And while I was hitting fast forward, I had a thought. What is it? I'm, imagine Trucker Norm and JYD in an Iron Man match with Thunderbolt Patterson on color commentary. Um,. I don't advocate Von Eric thinging yourself, but that's man, nice. That's a tough one, Doc. <laughs> Imagine how many rest periods they would need. You've never seen probably this from Global, but 
Rod Price and Iceman King Parsons had a lawn chair match in Global. I don't know what that means. Yeah. Oh, you'd you'd have to see it. I'll have to find it on YouTube and send you a clip because it's the dumbest, most glorious, stupid thing I've ever seen. But it was two guys that knew how to work, so they actually had a lawn chair match. They set wrestling back 30 years. But the point I was trying to get at is Norman and JYD would have needed reinforced lawn chairs so that they didn't blow up. They would just, the bell could have rang, they could have sat in the chairs or laid in them and they still would have blown up. That That's what that match would have been like. But Iceman and Rob were actually working. That's what's funny. It's hard to describe. They did some real stupid stuff, but I can't with Norman, bro. Yeah, man. Just this stupid. guy looks like a fucking uh, a shitty Bobby Eaton, huh? He actually looks improved over what we saw maybe a month or two ago. He really looks weird at that time, about a month or two ago. Oh. Anyway. Norman, Doc, are you ready for the next segment? Oh, yeah. Oh, boy, it's everybody's best friend, friend of the wrestling business and friends to all of us. I want you to hear what he says about, he says, I take wrestling seriously. Here it is. The situation now surrounding the United States Heavyweight Championship currently held by Stan the Lariat Hansen. Hansen said that he would not give Lex Luger a rematch, but thanks to the intervention of Executive Vice President of WCW, Jim Hurd, that's not going to come true. Jim, I was just sure that World Championship Wrestling was not going to let him dictate when and where he was going to defend the title. As a matter of fact, I salute Jim Hurd for what he did. Ladies and gentlemen, with me, the president of World Championship Wrestling, Mr. Jim Hurd, with some comments about Stan Hansen, Stan Delariot Hansen, the U.S. heavyweight champion. Mr. Hurd, I understand that Stan Hansen says he will not wrestle Lex Luger for his U.S. heavyweight title. Well, Tony, I, you know, uh, wrestling fans, let me explain one thing to you, and I, and I know you take it very seriously as I do. Uh, Stan Hansen has broken all the rules. He's abused uh, our organization. He's abused our referees. And uh, we're not going to tolerate it anymore. What, what do you mean you ain't going to tolerate it? I do what I say I'm going to do. I'm not going to defend this belt. I don't care what you say, Mr. Minute, Hurt. Wait a minute. One thing you forgot, Mr. Hansen. We're holding your purse, and you don't have it yet. Hey, I, so, I'm not going to defend I'm, that belt against Lex. I'm telling you that Lex Luger and you will meet for the U.S. Heavyweight Championship on December the 16th. No, you ain't going to Or Lex. you are going to be minus a lot of dollars. Hey, you can't. Hansen and Luger will meet at Starcade exclusively on pay-per-view Sunday night, December the 16th, in a lariat match. Now, Lex Luger's got a lot of problems on his mind. Uh, what happened this past Tuesday night would concern me. Uh, Jim, you're right. There's a lot of big men around, and a lot of them are having a lot of say-so. Two of them, the Motor City Madman and the Big Cat, they figure very prominently in this. They certainly do. They made their... Doc, this asshole said he takes wrestling serious. Meanwhile... We just saw Trucker Norman looking like a buffoon out there. No. And we've had to deal with the Juicer Weekly. It's worse. But you take wrestling serious. He slipped up and tried to make fun of the, his fans for taking this shit seriously and then realized he needed to cover that up. Explain what you mean by that. I know you guys take this seriously. Why like wouldn't you, they? Yeah. 
That's a good point. That's a very astute observation. I mean, we haven't broken kayfabe. Why wouldn't we take this shit seriously in 1990? <laughs> Bruh, how much money would you pay? Harper, I'm going to ask you this question. What's that? How much money would you pay to see Stan Hansen just lay out Jim Hurd? I would to see him just go back and just and spit the tobacco right in his face. <laughs> I can't decide if I want to buy two indoor uh, uh, football teams or pay for that. <laughs> this is, uh, he said he takes wrestling serious. But he only said that because he realized that he was like putting Messed his fans up. on blast for doing it. Yeah, I hear you. That's true. Well, Ugh. coming out of that, they show a replay of Lex Luger brawling with the big cat and the Motor City Madman from Clash 13. Again, if you want to hear Doc and I take a big, hairy, meaty dump on the whole Motor City Madman thing from the Clash, tinyurl.com slash BTT, and I won't say anything more. We then go to a match between the big cat, I'm sorry, the big cat and the Motor City Madman in a tag match. Versus Scott Sandlin and Jeff Gamble. Oh, God, this is probably so bad, huh? We see the worst part is the pitcher and pitcher. Because the pitcher and pitcher, and this ain't, this, this ain't the, me talking about the big cat. It's more on this. My man, big cat and I have been coming after you individually. But now we're coming at you two at a time. You need to find somebody big enough and bad enough that you think you keep us off your behind. Oh my God. Because we're coming at you two at a time. You're looking at double trouble, brother. <laughs> Bro, uh. you just did the job to Luger in like two minutes time at the clash. And we're supposed to believe you're going to get Luger because you got the big cat? Doc, he didn't slip on a banana banana peel. He got the squash. He got squashed. And it wasn't, it wasn't. Hey, let me tell you something. I'm not down on the big cat, but he never needs to be the best guy in the ring. Oh. I got no problem with him right now. It ain't got nothing to do with him. He, he looks believable. I'm not saying he's a great promo, but man. They stuck him with a cartoon character named the Motor City Madman. Why are you blaming it on the white guy? Exactly. Oh, my God. Of course you make it a race issue. You're the one making it a race issue. All right. Since you want to go there, um, we that match ends. The Cat and Madman win when Madman pounds one of the guy's heads into the turnbuckle continuously since Doc wants to go there. We then get a promo from Lex Luger. It says... And Lex, in a quick promo, says, I have a surprise next week. And he tells us he's going to have a new partner. Stay tuned for that. See who the hell that is. Boy, that'll shock some people who've never uh -oh. seen it. See who the hell that is. I can tell you're, you're well, losing it. it's going to shock. Have you watched the head yet, Doc? I have not. You're okay. lucky that it, I got this watched. Yeah, it'll it's, shock you. Is it Shockmaster? No. <laughs> not shock you in that way. It'll shock you. I'm just saying, it, it'll be kind of unexpected if you've never seen it before. 
I've never seen it before. I told you well, we're deep into my dark period. Well, it's something to look forward to, but it is something you like. Wait, what? So then we get a match between Sid Vicious and Mark Freeman. Sid power bombs Freeman and gets the win. I'd say rather quickly. Not well. It's quick. Uh, Bob Cottle and Jim Ross throw to a then video package of the skyscrapers. Yes, the skyscrapers. JR mentions that Sid and Spivey are reforming the skyscrapers, but it's not entirely true. I guess they reformed them for the one night, but that was it. Cause I don't think, I don't think Sid and Spivey do anything after that one night together in WCW that is. Uh, so why are we doing video packages? Well, maybe there was a plan to do more, but it's just going to be for Starcade, I believe. I haven't seen it in a while, but I, I'm pretty sure that's the only time they wrestle together. Boy, they they, they go back, man. They had Teddy. <laughs> they had Teddy. Oh, man. I almost forgot about that. They had Teddy yeah. as their manager. Whatever. From there... We go to the next match, which is Rick and Scott Steiner, who wrestle Man Mountain Bailey and a man named Doug Stahl. Um, Doc, before you say anything bad about uh, an old friend of mine here, Uh if you remember, I did a tribute to a fella by the name of Big Richard Bailey a few months back when he passed away. That right there is Big Richard Bailey. They built him as Man Mountain Bailey. He is a lot smaller in terms of weight than he was uh, when I got to know him around 90, early 96. But uh, that is uh, Big Richard Bailey. So RIP Big Richard Bailey as he takes on the Steiners here. I would have loved to have talked to him about this and never really did. So anyway, um, Doc, any thoughts from the Steiners here? Did you wrestle him? He was a heel and we never wrestled each other. Because I was a heel most of that time too. Still are. Yeah. Wow. I, I think it's actually the other way around. And meanwhile, Hawker's no, the heel when it comes I, to printing. I play heel. You're a real heel. Yeah. You know, the only thing that... I'm not sure if I'm going to clip out Hopper's rant on the printer for patrons or not. But if you're a patron and you heard that, the only thing that would have made that better is if Hopper would have played it like it was a fax machine he was having trouble with. <laughs> so this guy was did you know he was had worked in on Saturday night and stuff when you when he was in the in the fed with you? Oh yeah. So how does that I got a question, how does that get treated? Is he just another guy or does everybody like, oh shit, he got to wrestle with the Steiners? I mean I don't know how to explain this to you. <laughs> oh, Hopper, no, I mean, I know Hopper's had this situation before where he's worked with dudes who were TV guys. Like, you still look at them as, especially if you know them. Well, no, no, Hopper, that's not always true. Like, you know guys who, I'll give you an example, Hopper, Tracy Smothers. Yeah, that's true, Tracy. You looked at Tracy, Tracy was just, uh, you knew who he was and you looked up to him for that reason, but... He was a friend, man. Like you could, you could just Stevie talk to Richards. him. Richards. Yeah. So that's like not always the case, even though you might look at, and I know it's different because Doc, you we're saying Tracy and Stevie Richards. And you're like, yeah, well, I knew who those guys were. It's I know it's different in 
Bailey wasn't a star like those guys, but like to me, I look at Tracy and like he was just dude you could just have a beer with, and that's kind of how I see yeah. Richard Bailey. Like I don't know if you really looked at him with awe. I didn't say awe, just like oh he's been there, you know. I mean, you gave you gave respect, like oh okay, you know he's done Saturday nights and stuff like that, but. I ain't saying you blow him in the back. I'm just saying. Oh. Wow. Well, okay. Any other thoughts on the match? I love this DDT that they do like this. Yeah. This looks good. It does. But you got to know how to take that. Boy, you better know how to take it or you break your yeah. fucking neck. And it's not going to be their fault if you break your neck. Uh-huh. You better roll. Okay. No other thoughts, Doc? No, 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 sir. All right. Well, the next match, we got the Candyman, Brad Armstrong, and Tim Horner, the Lightning yeah. Express. The old Lightning Express. God, there's versus... more matches. I quit even writing them down at this point. Oh, uh, come on. The, versus the, the Samurai. The Samurai. That's right. The uh, State God, I Patrol. Was watching, uh, I was, uh, I was watching uh, Smoky Mountain. And, and Tiffany was sitting there, and the mummy was about to come out. I was like, watch this. Just watch. And a mummy came out. She's like, why is there a fucking mummy in the ring? Why is this happening? And I was like, because the guy wanted a mummy. He's like, She's like, I'm going to suck to have been that guy. You know my favorite moment of that, Hopper? Uh-uh. Was actually Dutch and Bob Cottle on commentary. And I think when the mummy got hit, like dust went flying everywhere. Yeah, the fucking and, baby powder. And Bob <laughs> Bob Cottle says something like, "Oh, this guy's been uh, locked up or in a tomb for twenty five hundred years. Dutch, they're gonna need a vacuum or something in there. Like the dust is flying." <laughs> <laughs> and Bob Cottle, who's straight guy from mid Atlantic is talking about the mummy needing a vacuum from the dust. <laughs> so stupid. That is one of those things though where a non wrestling fan's watching is like, why do you watch this dumb shit? And then when you see his shoes, you can see he's wearing like fucking re uh Reeboks <laughs> that have been painted white. <laughs> Oh my God! Bobby Blaze was like, "Oh man, Rob was a, the dude under the mummy mask. He was, he was a cool dude, man. That sucks. At least nobody kind of knew who he was back then. I mean, we know who he is now, but it wasn't his fault. I mean, yeah. Basically, Corny did pin me, pay me with Ruben's money. Um, Doc, any thoughts on Brad Armstrong and Tim Horner as they get the win here over the State Patrol? Hate to see what's happening to the candy man, but yeah. They're a good uh mid car face tag team. But but I don't know if you call them the goddamn candy man. And Mike's gonna tell you the wrong team won. No, right team won here. Yeah. But State Patrol should have got more credit more more due. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. And they win. So here's why one of the reasons why I got so mad at that Norman nonsense earlier, Harper. Because they let that bull crap go on TV <laughs> while 
letting while giving Arn only a minute to close out the episode. This uh, week. Where the fuck has he been? <sighs> he's a TV champion. Let me remind you. Yeah, well, he's not on his TV. Here's his promo essentially closing out the show. I'm here with Iron Anderson, and tomorrow night on the main event, you're going to defend your world television title against Terry Taylor. What are your thoughts on this match? Well, Missy, Terry Taylor's a qualified athlete, but he's like a lot of the other critics who think all these problems we're having with Doom, the horsemen can't concentrate on their bread and butter, which is my world television title. Tomorrow night, on the world to see Terry Taylor that I am truly the greatest world television champion of all time. Now let's go back to Bob and Jim. What an hour we've had here, ladies and gentlemen, on World Championship uh. Wrestling. Bob, again, remind the fans <laughs> about the Lex Luger situation here next week. Jim, you're right. Next week, we're going to find out who Lex Luger's new partner is going to be. It will not be Sting. Fans Plus, next week here on the program, you're going to see that video. Okay, nobody gives Chauffeur a shit. for a day for the horsemen. <laughs> we'll have that video for you right here next week. And don't forget, great matchup. The World Television Championship will be... Uh, they gave Arn like 20 seconds. But we got Norman for three minutes. Man, this is bad. Not as bad as last week. Yeah, oh. it wasn't as bad as last week. So, on that note, before we close things out, I want to remind you, please use our Amazon referral link or associates link at tinyurl.com slash Amazon. Great way to support the show. Uh, if you're not, you're not spending anything extra, you're shopping on Amazon, please use the link. And again, I think I finally got the international link to work. If you live in Canada, France, Germany, Italy, Spain, and the United Kingdom, you can use tinyurl.com slash B-T-T-I-N-T Amazon. Doc, uh, we're going to rate it, hand out some Rolexes. I want you to go first. Uh, you pick it. You want to rate it or Rolex first? Let's rate it. Oh, God. I'm not going to be as hard on it as you think. Because, Me either. Because, um, I mean, Trucker Norman is pathetic, but we got Flair and Simmons and... Rip Rogers and Terry Taylor was a great match. That's true. Yeah. Buddy Landell beat the crap out of Jeff Tankersley. Uh, I think the Michael Wall Street thing was funny. I, I, I kind of like that. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm with you. And when, you know, I'm going to say B minus. I'm wow. gonna go B my, I'm going B minus too. Let, let me let me let me tell you, Hopper. This we've had some shows recently that are very hard to get through. This one I got through, and I wasn't like, oh my god. The last so twenty five to thirty minutes was a chore. Yeah, but before that was 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 okay. So I'm gonna go B minus, Hopper. What are you giving it? I'll give it a C. All right, fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah. Okay, so you only had to watch it once. So. I know, right? It's beautiful. <laughs> you fucking marks. <laughs> All that preparation. We're marks for wrestling. We're marks for podcasts. We're marks for preparation. We're marks for the show. We're marks for each other. Y'all the real marks. We're marks for ourselves. <laughs> All right. Um. Are you friendly no. with Darren again, Harper? Uh, no. Oh, so this is done, done. I guess. Uh, I, you know, I want the little fella to come back on the show. To be honest with you, no, you don't. Uh, yeah, I do, I do. Me, no, Luke, you... Harper, and him. I do. 
I know he's listening. We love you, D-Man. <laughs> we love you. <laughs> oh, Operator, you get it on with that asshole <laughs> mic and shit. Let me tell you something, bro. You really fucked up, Hopper. You know, you're just an ugly dude, bro. That's why you can't pull no... <laughs> that's why you can't pull no tang, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Darren said that day, I didn't pull more tang. <laughs> All right. Uh, Rolex, Doc, who are you giving yours to? And I'm giving mine to Rip Rogers. Yeah. <laughs> I thought about giving mine to Wall Street for that segment, but I think I'm going to give it to Rip, too. He was great. He was. He was. All right. So before we get out of here, one last thing. We don't have to do this long form at all. Uh, it's been a couple of weeks now since that news broke about Tammy. <sighs> oh, God. So I asked our couple of our resident legal experts, and um, since I don't want to get, we've got a few of them. Since I don't want to get uh, any of them in trouble, uh, we've got a. This is all of, allegedly in the right. You know, yeah, all allegedly. She hoes allegedly. Are, let's say this: in this country, hoes are innocent till proven guilty. <laughs> okay. Uh, a hoe is a garden tool. So women, ladies are innocent. People are innocent until proven guilty. But uh, allegedly, Doc, she she killed, killed someone uh, while possibly driving under the influence. Does that sound about right? Allegedly, yeah, uh, yeah possibly. I mean, they didn't say yet, right? Right. That's what I heard. So I asked her uh, again. Since I don't want any of our legal experts getting in any type of trouble, um, I asked a few of them, and um, I got a response that stated, uh, you know, I said, hey, what, assuming that she is guilty, or if, I didn't say assuming, if she is guilty of what she allegedly has done, what would your thoughts be? And I was told, She's and thoughts. I'm trying to trying to sum up a few people's thoughts here so bear with me because i'm i've got no law degree um you know but i got more than what harper has yeah come on anyway it will all hinge uh according to our legal experts it all hinges on what she's actually charged with which is a big point here but the legal experts say that it seems reasonable to assume Tammy will be charged with vehicular manslaughter at a minimum, which could possibly result in a sentence of 15 years incarceration with with 15 years probation upon release and upwards of possibly $10,000 fine. Now, 10,000 given her, Prior, can I write a check and just go hit somebody with my car? Right. Well, well, wait, 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 wait. We're talking. Let me continue, because you know, again, this. I is, don't want to do the jail, so I'll give you. I'll give you fifteen. It continues, given her prior history of DUIs, and there's um, seven. Right, God. I could see our law experts state that they could see that increasing her sentence if sentencing guidelines are applicable in the state of Florida. So that possibly could happen. And then there's also the potential for 
the man's family to file a wrongful death civil lawsuit, which would clean her out financially. So I read that to say they're coming after that only fans money. They're coming she after that be, bad only shit that we watched. Yep. That was terrible uh, with the red rocket in it. Yeah. Um, I appreciate our, you know, law experts weighing in here. I, I, you know, I had asked Doc actually before we started recording about this, uh, you know, just saying, hey, man, we didn't talk about this recently. You know, what did you think? And Doc started telling me, because I haven't heard it, that evidently Corny did a segment on this. And Corny basically... I don't you you summarize Corny's response because I haven't heard of Doc, so I don't want to. He basically said, "Hey, I've tried to keep keep from hammering her, hammering her over the years for these arrests because she was fucking herself up every time I saw her. I'd see if she's uh, you know are you okay, and she'd say yes. She was good to work with for me. She always did what I asked, but out of respect for Chris, I kind of I just I never really dug in on this, but now she's gone and." gone beyond fucking up her own life and kill somebody. That's hmm. pretty much it. He was pretty disgusted. So, is it? Sa- I'm asking you because I haven't heard it. Is it safe to say he basically cut a promo on her? Not for he didn't cut a promo. He's just. I mean, look. He just I mean, says he's, he's fucking just. Yeah, he's just totally disgusted and you know. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. Fuck her. Fair enough. Man, like, I mean, she killed somebody's grandpapa. Right. She killed somebody's pop pop. I mean, he it's, again, I got to listen to it. I'm sure he went on some 20 minute story about it, but I get he's kind of right if he said, "Look, it's one thing to destroy your own life. Even though you, you know, you could have easily done this the six other times or however many other times you've had a DUI. It's one thing to keep doing it and messing up your own life." Man, when you kill somebody else, I got no compassion. Like, mm-hmm. I don't have... Actually, I don't have compassion after the multiple DUIs. Like, at that point... How can you have seven and still be walking around? Bruh, bruh I have no clue, and I don't want to get into that part, because that's she the gave, part that pisses me off. Maybe she gave the judges a free click at the OnlyFans. Because wow. after three, I think it's a, it's a felony. Right. How do you keep getting out of jail? And look, let me tell you something. Doc likes to cut promos on our man Phil Allen out there. But let me tell you something. Phil directed me to listen to a podcast that Tammy was on with um Francine. And I've downloaded it. And I listened to it the last time I went to New Orleans when I was on the road. And let me tell you something. Tammy, for somebody who had been to jail six or seven times for a DUI, was the least remorseful person I have ever heard in my life to the point where it disgusted me. And Phil said when he listened to it, he posted in a Facebook group a couple years ago. He was like, that broad will do it again. I heard it. She ain't learned nothing. And he nailed it. Not that it took a rocket scientist to figure that out, but dude, she is the least remorseful person for the six to seven DUIs I've ever heard. It is sickening to listen to her joke and play and act like, eh, you know, whatever. I was like, this broad really doesn't care and takes nothing seriously. And I'm not surprised it happened. And it's sick that it happened, that she potentially allegedly killed somebody. 
Now, on that note, I guess we're ending on yeah. a down note. Yeah, fuck her, bro. All right, hey, so did you fuck? get the did you get the printer working while we were on? Yeah, the, what's on going the... on with the printer? <laughs> Let's check in on that. No, I, I haven't fucked with it since. Oh. All right. Mm-hmm. Well, so yeah. Hopper, do we need to put out a call on the Facebook group or something to get you an IT person to help you set it up? Since I'm seeming to not. Yeah, I mean, get Zoncha. You think Chris Zoncha can do it? Yeah. Oh, okay. Chris. I get Jaworski if he's not uh, watching the Pirates. <laughs> so wait, he's a Cleveland Browns fan. That's right. He is a Pirates fan. I forgot. He's a Pirates fan. He I, apparently he must live in a Pittsburgh area, right? I guess I try and not he, to keep. And up he's with a his... Browns fan. He must be from uh, Cleveland, huh? Or that area? Then why would he be a Pirates fan? Well, because he's in. Because he actually lives in. I don't you know fucking what? know. I don't care either. He's in clown yeah. and a buffoon. So yeah. Uh, let, go put a call out on the Facebook group, Hopper. Get get All one right. of the IT pros there to help you because I don't know what the hell you're doing over there. <laughs> help me. Help me. All right. Uh, on that note, check out our Vantage Point, the Retro Wrestling Podcast with Joe Murata and Michael Quinn, the northern version of BTT. Slightly classier, definitely more professional, but still fun nonetheless. They support us. Please support them. And check out the Bottom Line Cast with Mike Pru and JV as they cover the career of Stone Cold Steve Austin. Uh, they also uh, cover the ECW show on our Patreon feed, so check them out as well. That's all I got on this week's edition of BTT. I'm assuming Doc has nothing else. Hopper, hit the tagline. Let's roll. Fuck it.